Hello and welcome to Couple Next Door from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. CBS Radio brings you The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. you back here at the hotel so early. Thought you were going to the theater. Well, we did, but we didn't know the play started at 7.30 in London. Oh. By the time we got to the Haymarket Theater, the play had been on for an hour, so it was 8.30 and we'd missed the first act. Oh, practically. isn't that a shame? Yeah, it said on the ticket 7.30 opening, mm-hmm. but of course we didn't look at the ticket until it was too late. Oh, you where's know? your hand mirror? Right there in the dresser. He's got something in his eye. Mm-hmm. That's why we didn't go anywhere afterwards. What play did you see? You undecided when you left here. Honey, stop rubbing your eye. That's the worst thing in the world to do when you have something in it. He has rubbed it all evening. Yes, if you've got something in it, you just grind it in further. It's such fun to go to the theater in London and after they serve coffee. They do. (laughs) Yes, you just sit right in your seat and they come and ask you if you'd like a cup of coffee, madam, and they bring it to you. Oh, tell me about the play. Who was in it and all that? Uh Uh-huh. Well, we... Honey, please. Well, I cannot help. It's driving me crazy. I can't see a thing. You can't see out of your Oh, no, no, no. I mean, I, I can't see anything in my eye. You want me to look? Oh, no, 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 no. It'll be all right, I guess. It probably had something in it, but now it's just irritated. Mm-hmm. Uh, Betsy went to sleep about nine, and I've been writing postcards. But I guess I'll go to bed now, too. What are we going to do tomorrow? I promised Betsy we'd go to the Tower of London. Oh. Will you be tired upon business tomorrow, dear, or can you go with us? Uh, Tower of London? I don't know. I don't know. I can't think of anything but my eye at the moment. Uh, I know. Ah. Get something in your eye, that's all you can think of. <laughs> Well, I hope it feels better. I think I'll turn in. I'll see you in the morning. Night. Good night, Aunt Effie. Good night, night, dear. Uh, You want me to call down to the desk and ask about a doctor? Oh, doctor. No, no, for what? I'm probably just tired, that's all. When I wake up in the morning, my eye will probably be perfectly all right. I hope so, dear. I hope so. Perfectly all right. You know, next to the words no and why, youngsters probably get more mileage out of the simple phrase, tell me a story. But no matter how old we are, we never outgrow our pleasure at being entertained by a story. And it's a solid pleasure, too, that CBS Radio's winning seven combination of daytime dramas brings to millions of listeners across the land. Side by side with our own The Couple Next Door are such dramatic serials as The Romance of Helen Trent. You hear absorbing short stories dramatized on whispering streets. 
The second Mrs. Burton takes a light-hearted view of a fascinating family. Ma Perkins continues in her warm and wise ways. Young Dr. Malone brings you each weekday the diary of a dedicated physician and his family. The Right to Happiness rounds out CBS Radio's winning seven combination of dramatic serials heard each Monday through Friday. It's another example of programming only a network can offer and that only CBS Radio does bring you. This summer, as always, wherever you go, go with radio. CBS Radio. Listen to that. Big Ben. Oh, are you awake? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm awake. I cannot get used to waking up every morning and hearing those bells, and it's true. I'm not dreaming. I'm really in London, England. <laughs> oh, don't you get excited when you... Oh, honey, look at your eye. Yeah, well, I can't see it, but it certainly feels funny. Oh, get up and look at it. It's all puffed up. It looks terrible. Uh, oh. oh, it does. Get up and look. Don't rub it. Don't rub yeah. it. Don't rub it. Just look at it. Oh, Pete's Does it hurt? No, no. It just feels kind of funny. Well, you better see an eye doctor. No, no, no. It doesn't hurt. Anyhow, I think it's just just puffed up a little because of the heat. That's all. So darn hot in this room. You know, no breeze coming in. Uh, I probably slept on this side, you know. Well. This eye. Matter of fact, I, I don't think it even even shows very much when you look no, at no, it. No, no, I what? Yes, dear. Come on in. Well, good morning, darling. Good morning, Mommy. Good morning, Daddy. <laughs> Gee, what's wrong with your eye? Oh. <laughs> you didn't think it shows. There is nothing wrong with my eye, Betsy. I, I, I just slept on this side, that's all. Now, look, are you and Aunt Effie through in the bathroom so I can get in there and shower and shave? Oh, we're all ready for breakfast, both of us. Uh. We both woke up early, so we decided, my gracious, look at your eye. Oh, he doesn't think it shows. Why, it looks terrible. You better see a doctor. <laughs> Look, for Pete's sake of anything, I may have a little cold in it or something. Why do you get so mad when somebody suggests seeing a doctor? I... My goodness, your eyes are your most precious possession. Oh. You certainly don't want to take any chances. Look, the puffiness has even gone down already. Oh. Well, it has. I think I got a little cold in this eye, that's all. I'll, I'll wring out a washcloth and hot water and I'll put a little... Heat on it. I'll just hold it up to my eye. It'd be the best thing in the world for it. The washcloth is not sterile, you know. If there are any germs, oh, they'll look, go directly. Go on down and have breakfast, will you? After breakfast, go over to a drugstore and get some kind of a eye wash. Just ask the druggist for a good eye wash. I don't know what they have here in England. Oh, I wish I were home. I don't think there's anything worse than needing a doctor in a foreign country. There, you admit you need a doctor. I. Go have breakfast, please, then go out and buy me some eye wash. Gee, I thought we were going to the Tower of London this morning. Well, we're not going anywhere, dear, while Daddy feels this way. Well, what's he doing? He took the eye wash and the eye cup into the bathroom. How does your eye feel? Any better? I never saw anybody so stubborn about calling the doctor. Well, I know how he feels. You do worry in a strange country. Well, I know. Just the same. I do think he's being very, very foolish. I re- oh, how is it? It's very much better. Well, it doesn't look much better. It looks worse. Uh, you don't need to glare at me. I'm telling you the truth. Sit down in that chair, dear. Come here. Sit down. And tip, tip your head up. No, let no, me, no. Let me look, take another look. Sit down, sit down, no. sit down, please. And if you turn that lamp on and take the lampshade oh. off and hold the light over here, where? Can I do it, Mommy? Please, can I pretend I'm the nurse? 
Oh, yes, all right, Here you are, Betsy. Careful now. <laughs> oh, this is fun. Oh, yeah, this is great. This is great. Hold still now, will you? Hold still. Uh, have hold we still. got something we could, you know, roll his upper lid up a bit? Dad, look, you're not going to roll my upper lid up a bit oh, at all. Now, no, just forget the idea. Oh, honestly, never... I'll get it. I'll get it. You get a paper and pencil, Aunt Effie, off the desk. Mm-hmm. Hello? Oh, yes. Oh, have you? Thank you. Yes. Now, just a second while I get paper and pencil to write it down. Who's that? Right. What are you writing down? Why? I asked the desk clerk to locate an eye specialist. Uh, you are going to see a doctor. Uh, look. look, it might be pink eye, which is not only serious, dear, but contagious. Oh. <laughs> well, I really think this is pretty silly bothering you like this. You must have plenty of patients that need medical attention much worse than I do. Uh, to try to hold your head still, Mr. Piper. Oh, yes, yes. I, uh, you see, I think what happened, Doctor, I had something in my eye and then I just rubbed it too much. Mm-hmm. You know, I just kind of irritated it, that's all. I don't think it's anything serious. <laughs> well, uh, we always hope it's nothing serious, don't we? <laughs> yes. So, uh, I see you Americans are just like the British. Put off going to the surgeon as long as possible. Surgeon? Sur- sur- why, why? Oh, I'm sorry. I forget. We sometimes say surgeon where you Americans merely say doctor. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> How long has it been since you had your eyes examined, Mr. Piper? Eyes examined? Oh, I don't know. Been some time, I guess. I haven't had any need to. Five years, perhaps? Well, yes. Maybe longer. I... Ten years, perhaps. Well, maybe so. At that, I haven't needed glasses, so you know how it is. You, when you don't need something, you... Yes, 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 sir. You know how it is. Yes. Well, Mr. Piper, you have a mild case of conjunctivitis, probably caused by eye strain and a general rundown condition. I also suspect a vitamin deficiency. How long since you have undergone a general checkup? Well, I, I don't know. Uh, uh, place this card over your left eye, Mr. Piper. And now, uh... Please read this line of letters for me, if you will. Oh, yes, certainly. No, darn well that I don't need any... If you will, please, Mr. Piper. Uh, this line. Um, E-G-B. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, it's not B. Uh, uh, H-H-X-J-L-W-R. Uh, uh, <laughs> well, how'd I do? Well, Mr. Piper, you Americans say I have news. <laughs> but we will complete the examination first. Now, place the card over your right eye, Mr. Piper, and try again. Now, oh, um... G, Q... No, 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 I mean... K, I think. We'll return to the couple next door in just a moment. There was an old woman who lived in a shoe, and she had so many children, she didn't know what to do. Well, that fairy tale mother's plight is familiar to many a teacher in our shockingly overcrowded public schools today. Not only are physical facilities crowded to the bursting point, but coupled with this is the fact that there are simply not enough teachers to go around. Right now, America is short 135,000 qualified public school teachers. If your community is like many, the chances are there's a real and growing need for expanded facilities, plus more teachers with higher teaching standards. This miracle won't come about without help from all of us. There's much you can do to help to see that America's youngsters get the education they must have. Write to Better Schools, 9 East 40th Street, New York 16. They'll advise you how to join the effective groups.
to see that something concrete is done about this problem in your community. That address again is Better Schools, 9 East 40th Street, New York, 16. Right today. And of all things, I come to England to have some quack. Dear. Some quack tell me I need glasses. Need glasses for Pete's sake. Tip your head back so I can put this medicine in your eyes. It's, 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 it's this eye here. Both eyes. I uh, heard him. He said you may get it in this eye, too. Oh, you're back. What did the doctor say? I'd hardly call him a doctor. Yes. And, Effie, we've been to some quack. The American Embassy recommended some quack who also has attended to Sir Winston Churchill. Tip your head back. Oh, really? Yes, they want Winston Churchill. Yes. Weren't you thrilled? Well, he couldn't have had a better specialist. We were just plain lucky to oh, get him that. Tell you one thing. If that guy thinks I need glasses, he'd better go back to medical school. <laughs> didn't need him at right home. Now he has him a, here. Right now he has a mild case of, of conjunctivitis mm. from eye strain and a general rundown condition. Oh. The doctor said it should clear up in a few days if we're careful. But we are not to use any of his towels, uh-huh. so we'll keep those separate. And nobody is to kiss him. Well, it makes me feel like a pariah. Look, aren't you glad it isn't anything more serious? <laughs> really, we're worried about bringing Betsy to Europe because she might get sick. And first, he gets seasick for days. And then conjunctivitis. Now, yes. <laughs> I hope nothing else happens to him. <laughs> Thank you for your best wishes. Oh, no, I didn't mean it that way. All right, all right. Look, I better call my agency here, tell them where I've been all day. <laughs> Gee, the whole day is gone, and we didn't get to see the Tower of London. I know, Betsy, but these things happen, and Daddy's eyes are more important than any sights. Oh, you know, that we could... yeah. Look up this number for me, will you? Look, I can read the phone book, but the medicine has blurred my vision. Oh, you know, oh sure, dear, sure, yes, of course. The print, I think, is smaller in mm. England, anyway. Oh, my poor Daddy. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't, don't kiss him. Oh, don't kiss Daddy, oh, dear. Boy, I tell you, it's a great life. The Couple Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with Margaret Hamilton, Francie Myers, and Pat Baxter and is produced by Walter Hart.